welcome to Make Change Fun and Easy with your happiness expert, Samia Bano. This is the podcast to help change makers, coaches, trainers, and healers break your chains of fear so you can create the impact and income you desire with fun and ease. Please make sure you subscribe to enjoy every episode. This podcast is sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Hello, salam, shalom, namaste, satsrikal, aloha, hola, ciao, bonjour, buna, and privet. It's really, really awesome to be with you again. And yes, we have another very special guest with us today. And it's Halima Davids, and she's a wife coach. I think that's so cool. Welcome. Welcome, Halima. Thank you so much. So lovely to be here with you. Alhamdulillah. Um, thank you for having me, for inviting me, and for, for doing this. Yeah. Yes, I'm like really looking forward to our to our conversation. And actually, I'm going to invite you to jump right in and tell us more about who you are and what you do. Okay, so yeah, like you said, I'm Khalima. Uh, I was just telling you how beautiful it is when it's pronounced properly because it's spelled Galima. <laughs> so often people would say Galima, which is fine, alhamdulillah, but um, it's so lovely to hear the pronunciation. And I'm Khalima. And I'm a wife coach, yes, alhamdulillah. Um, I help women or support women, facilitate them in their journey um, towards connecting more deeply with themselves and um, connecting with the costing, alhamdulillah. So um, yeah, that's what I do. That is really cool. So tell me more. So when you talk about like helping women um, uh, and coaching them, uh, what is like one of the major issues that you see um, the women struggling with? Um. So many different things, you know, but um, I know we talked about um, humor and finding that and, and, and we decided to, to tackle that topic. And um, you, you're just asking that question now. Um, just the first thing that comes to my mind is that that is actually the thing that we, also we women, because I'm one of them, um, that we, we struggle with. That's a big challenge for us to um, be lighthearted and humorous and and funny in our marriages, you know, we often concentrate on connection and um, and like developing um, that connection in the marriage and and the understanding and the communication. We often focus on a lot of those things, but there's a very essential piece I learned about and in life and in marriage in particular. Um, one of the things I often refer to as one of the things I wish I had known much sooner in life and in marriage, you know, and that essential piece, it, it, it's the humor, it, it's having fun and, and making marriage this kind of playground where you just experiment and explore and you have fun and you laugh and, and you find the humor. Um, so that essential piece um, is, I think, often neglected um, I know I, I neglected it. It was like, you know, the blind spot. 
um, and and yes, it's so powerful, and it has it has the power and ability to transform everything in the marriage. You know, so when we we kind of give connection a bit of a break sometimes, and we give um, we give um, the this need that we have to communicate. We give that a break sometimes, and we just have fun. Sometimes that in itself just transforms the marriage. You don't even have to sometimes sit down and have long conversations and and have this um, this deep need to want to connect. You know, just just having that lightheartedness and the fun and being the humor and focusing on that um, can can actually give you the results that you want in an effortless way. Yeah. So um, yeah. Why do you think people struggle with being more lighthearted in their relationships and having, you know, this fun element in their relationships? Hey, thanks for tuning into this episode. Hope you're getting value out of it. For your information, this episode has been sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Are you a change maker, coach, trainer, or healer? Are chains of fear holding you back from making the impact and income you desire? Using a unique combination of positive psychology and the spiritual wisdom of our most effective change makers, the Happiness 101 program helps you break through your limiting beliefs and manifest the abundance and success you desire with fun and ease. Interested? Book a free Happiness 101 exploration call with me, your happiness expert, Samia Vano. Just use my online calendar link in the show notes. Now back to the show. That's a good question because um, it's something I was thinking also, um, like starting with myself, all of this always starts with me because I, I had so many struggles in my marriage and there's so many things. And because I'm a good researcher, that's um, what I studied at university, um, research, studies of communications and so on. I'm good at researching. So I, I always go back to research and finding out things about what will make the marriage, um, uh, you know, what will bring the best results in the marriage and, and what will help marriage flourish and things like that. So um, so I, I love to research about marriage and, and finding out what, what helps the marriage and, and what destroys the marriage as well. So um, back to your question. <laughs> uh, why is it so difficult? It's because we are so inhibited. And I know this too well <laughs> because I'm one of those people. We are so inhibited and we are so scared, and it's it's unknown territory, you know, to to put ourselves out there and to be funny even because we don't. When you're trying to be funny, you don't know if anybody's going to laugh. <laughs> you don't know if you're actually gonna be funny, you know. So you have to be brave about it, and it's a risk. It's risky. Mm-hmm. So um, being funny, being humorous, it's, um, it's kind of getting out of your comfort zone. It's being uncomfortable and being okay with being uncomfortable. So it's a lot of, I think, self-work to get you to that point, even to be able to be um, funny in your marriage, to be able to be lighthearted and humorous and, and take the risk of just being funny and fun. Yeah. yeah. 
So, are you saying that this is then something we can learn? So it's like, because you know, I know that I had this misconception that there's some people who just are funny and lighthearted, and they just have that kind of personality, and then other people are just not like that. And I know, like, for a long time, I was a very, very serious um, and silent person. And actually, I think it um, I, not necessarily intimidated other people, but it just made it difficult for me to connect with other people and for other people to feel like they could even connect with me because I was just so silent and serious pretty much all of the time. Um, so... Yeah, so so you're saying no. This is something we can learn to to change and improve about ourselves. So how do you go about doing that? You know, it is something that can be learned. I think, and I'm still learning myself, and and so many other women as well, and women that I coach and women that are around me. Um, so I definitely think that, like so many things, it is something that we can learn. But um. The, you do get the woman who, who this comes naturally to, and she's got a special spark about her. You, you can see that she's just, um, she's different to, yeah. to other women because it just, um, it just flows for her. It comes naturally to her. And, and if you, if you study a woman who, um, if you observe a woman who is funny and who is able to just be funny and, and not be so inhibited and just be daring and, and be confident enough to be dating. You, it, it, it's really interesting um, when you when you see the difference between a woman who is not afraid to to just be and be confident, and the woman who's inhibited and um, scared and um, too afraid to take the risk. So while it's something that I think it can be learned um, and it takes it takes practice, you can get to the point with the, with the you can get to the point um, where this woman who's naturally funny, you can get to the point eventually through a lot of practice. Right? But yeah, it's a vast difference, I think. Um, so your question was, how do you um, get to that point? And, yeah. and I think it's through observation, through uh-huh. learning from women who, who naturally have this, this knack. Um, through doing some research as well, it always helps to do some research. Yeah. And and to try it out, to do the research, look up different ways to just uh, different jokes, different ways to be funny. Watch some videos, get get an idea of what it what it is to be funny. Why are people funny? What makes them funny? Um, why do some women um, have it and some women don't? What you know? What makes that they have it? Um, so study these women in real life, and then also um, watch some videos, learn about them, study about them. Um, yeah, I think, do you have I think any specific like exercises that you recommend women to try out so they can develop the side of themselves? So I think um, watching videos, watching funny videos. <laughs> you know, um, I was very much resonating um, to what you were saying earlier about the personality type, but your personality type, and yeah. and how you didn't always feel like you connected with people because you were just. And I was really much like that, and I'm still like that. I have moments of being like that. Um, I think we all have different parts of, of our personalities, and it also really much depends on the people that we surround ourselves 
with. Um, so I would say sit down yourself, find find moments where you actually do sit down yourself with funny people, with people with a different personality than what you are used to. Yeah. Um, somebody that that resonates with you, people who, who you can click with, but who are also funny and who are lighthearted. So that that jabs off on you because whoever we surround ourselves with, it, it affects us. The energy we pick up on that energy. So yeah. I think that's important and it's powerful. And then just watching yeah. comedies, changing the genre, changing the the things that you usually watch. So yeah. switch to comedy and and find um, things to laugh about. That when you are laughing, you transfer that energy. Um, so yeah, just just changing everything to funny. <laughs> Yeah, and I I really like your idea of you know sort of uh, exposing yourself to different kinds of personalities because there isn't just one way to be funny um, or to have a lighthearted kind of personality. There's like, for example, even if you look at professional comedians as it were. They're, they are funny in different ways and for different reasons. Like some people, uh, I, 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 uh, I know especially in like some of the olden uh, uh, forms of comedy, it was very physically oriented where, you know, the person themselves, they weren't trying to be funny. I mean, in, in terms of, but they would do funny things, like they would fall or something and it'd be very funny to us to see them falling or you know um having funny things happen to them and a lot of classic comedy was um that kind of more physical comedy uh but I see that also now, especially there's more like different kinds of uh, comedy where people are being funny in terms of um uh, the jokes like they'll, they'll say funny things but some people will actually like say things that with a very straight face <laughs> but nonetheless what they're saying makes you laugh and other people are just yeah. are are saying jokes or funny things where they're actually being funny and making you know like different voices and things like that that's more of like the I guess what you might call um, the 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 stereotype of what a funny person is like. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. So I think it 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 goes back to trial and error, you know, because sometimes you'll you'll be risking it and you'll be trying to be funny, um, and you won't be you won't be funny, <laughs> and you probably won't get the desired response. Um, but to be brave enough to recover from that. And, and to be confident enough to recover from that and do it in a, in, a, in, a, in a beautiful way, you know, in a dignified way. And, and you can do it. Um, yeah. it, it it's fine, you know. <laughs> we all mess up. We That in itself can be funny. That in itself can be a moment for humor, um, mm-hmm. depending on how you recover from that and how you deal with it. So, um, so yeah, sometimes something could be funny to one person and it could be not funny to another. I think it's, it's, it's yeah. a sound error. And in the marriage especially, I think it's, um, it's like I said earlier, you know, it's a, play, a playground and you are, you, you should, we should be um, comfortable enough to take these risks, but also not too comfortable because I think 
in that um, uncomfortableness, that is where the magic lies. And that is where the fun actually is in the marriage. When you are a bit uncomfortable and it's a bit risky for you. And, um, you know, it, it, could be, it could be either or. And you're taking a chance, you're being daring. So, um, yeah, that I think is where, where the fun actually is in the marriage. Right, yeah. right. And especially like if both you as a husband and wife can communicate this intention with each other and be like you know this is a value that i have and i would love to cultivate this in our relationship so you know when you try different things out then you know your partner knows what you're trying to do and they can support you in your efforts and hopefully you can support them back yes yes that's a good way of looking at it um yeah yeah it, it could it, i think it also depends on um the personality type um of the people of the of the husband and the wife yeah. and maybe more especially um of the wife whether she um will need that soft pillow to fall to fall on if she you know if, if she's being really risky if she's really um taking a big leap and and she knows herself well enough to know if she's going to feel a bit um down or she's going to feel a bit affected or her self-esteem will be damaged a little bit, then maybe she does want to talk to her husband about it and tell him, you know, I'm just trying something out. Don't be too hard on me or don't, you know, <laughs> consider um, lovingly how you respond with these, with these things. Um, but then you could also get a different scenario or a different um, situation where, uh, where the woman is strong enough within herself and she she's strong enough... Um, to recover from that and, and, and then she can surprise her husband with um, with whatever she comes up with. She can be so unexpected and spontaneous about it. And that also, I think, is even more um, kind of a, a bigger element, a more effective and a more um, powerful element for fun in the marriage when it's unexpected, when he's just like, I don't know where she says something funny or she does something funny that she never usually does. And it's out of the ordinary and she just like pulls the rug from under his feet but it's a, in a good way you know yeah. and that just completely just flips the marriage and um fun <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah you know i think for sure one of the problems i see a lot of us struggle with and why you know like as a happiness expert i think you know that we are t- can be so challenged with our happiness is that we take ourselves way too seriously yes, yes. totally totally <laughs> you know i speak about these things but I, I i never want people to think that i exclude myself from it because i'm one of those people i also take myself way too seriously sometimes and sometimes you completely put off guard you don't even realize until after the event but i took it too seriously i don't know what overcame me you know, so we all, I think, go through, or I know I did, I still go through those, those moments. Yeah. Um, but definitely, um, I think when we can be confident in ourselves and 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 give us ourselves those essential things that we're looking for from the world and from, from people around us, from our husbands even, if we can give ourselves that, we are so much better, um, we are so much more able to just be this gift for the world. And just be this free spirit and just be the love and the happiness and you know when we're not focused so much on um 
and, and this neediness on this wanting so much and needing so much from the people around us mm. yeah yeah it's like well we all have needs and we all want and need support in our lives and if you at the same time there's maybe some better ways of of having our needs met and getting people uh, motivated to help us out because if you're like really um um you know it, it, like you were saying uh Halima, it, it's like if you have this more light positive happy energy around you it puts other people more at ease and so then it actually helps it's in a way by having this lighter energy around you you're helping other people help you better <laughs> you yes. know yes it's yeah. a beautiful exchange and it, it just works so harmoniously um but i hear what you're saying also it's not easy mm-hmm. it, it can be moments where it's really tough especially the marriage the marriage is i think one of mm-hmm. those very difficult relationships and um it takes a lot of work and and it's understandably so that a lot of us we focus on the connection and the communication and the understanding in the marriage because it can be really hard sometimes and so when you have those pieces of the puzzle i think of it as a puzzle and there are so many different pieces so the yeah. connection um the communication that's not the only parts of the marriage that that that's yeah. needed for the marriage to flourish you know the humor is a very essential part mm-hmm. but at the same time i can understand um why so much focus is on communication because we always feeling so misunderstood and and we yeah. want we have these needs of wanting to be connected because we're always feeling disconnected from our spouse so um my point was i i just forget <laughs> what my point was hello um just give me a minute to think yeah but um So, I just, I is, so, so one thing you were making me think about is, you know, this idea that you mentioned of there's different pieces that yes. go into making a really healthy, happy relationship. Uh, can you share with us a little bit more about some of the other pieces? And, and okay. I think what we were, what you were getting at was helping us see the connections between the different pieces also. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I tell off sometimes. Um, a friend of mine calls it mommy brain. Um, because we see, we so much amongst the kids and yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, so the different other pieces, I think the essential pieces um, from my experience and from my research and, and yeah, just what I think um, is, is the communication, the connection. Um, I think admiration um admiring your spouse and actually having respect for for the person as a person you know mm-hmm. i think that's essential i think that's the starting point i think just um that respect and admiration is really important so i think that's an important um piece of the puzzle of the marriage puzzle um yeah and uh, i think communication and then i think humor is is an important piece and and with humor i think also is um this this is this very important element and i think it 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 matches in with humor and and it's that spark that desire that um uh that chemistry mm. you know and i think we we underestimate we neglect that we neglect of the marriage how important chemistry is 
how important that fiery attraction is for a husband for a wife um so i think that's also a very important piece of the puzzle um but it's funny enough that you're talking about uh being funny and being humorous because i think that ties in with um being funny because when you think of chemistry i know i don't know if you know this this lady um she's an amazing woman i still pedal she talks a lot about marriage and um what helps the marriage thrive and 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 what kills the marriage um mm. so Esther Perel is her name and she speaks about um love and desire and so she says love is the connection part of the marriage that we that we want especially as women we want to feel loved we want to feel connected we want to feel close um and then i guess the communi- communication that comes in as well we want to feel like we're in communication constantly with our our spouses so that's the love part but a very other important element of the marriage is desire and mm. you need both we need to be constantly feeling both in order to have a flourishing marriage so the desire part i think is we um we humor we what we're talking about is in um because that the desire is the priority first to it as the space between the spouses as the distance as the unknown as that risk that you're taking so not kind of taking your, your spouse for granted oh he's this you know I'm, i'm so used to him we've been married for 20 years he's just like part of the furniture you know he's always going to be there you're basically taking him for granted <laughs> um so subhanallah i'm really laughing about it but it's actually something that kills the marriage you know it can be so um disastrous and so detrimental to mm. the marriage that it, it could end up actually killing the marriage so estheral refers to desire as an important element in in helping the marriage survive and not just survive but flourish because we learn then to not take our spouse for granted and in that risk and in that unknown those feelings are all um put in the same bracket you know um because those feelings i don't know those feelings just help us to um to feel how important this person is in our lives just in, even in that risk um of 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 wanting to be funny and and not being funny perhaps even in that just that feeling that you get afterwards is is a feeling of he's here i appreciate him mm. you know he's, he might not always be here and it's just that you're not taking him for granted yeah. so um so so yeah so that the the, the other um, elements of of a successful marriage yeah and i suppose also um maybe you can share more with us about especially in the context of long term relationships i mean i i'm sure pretty much all the couples who become couples do it uh wanting to have a healthy long term relationship especially like when 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 you're a couple in the context of you know getting married i i'm sure no one wants to get married with the intention of you know breaking it off uh, or getting divorced or separated anytime soon or ever um 
and yet you know obviously that's an issue that we face in our communities where there's a lot of separation and actually having a, a long healthy marriage is not not the norm you know and uh, i think maybe one of the issues that we need awareness and more education about is how um things can change and look different as you grow together um like i know like for example i think about my parents or my grandparents like my parents have now been married mashallah for 44 years so i mean that's a long time to be together and i know my mom i've heard both my mom and dad talk about how their relationship has evolved and how they have changed and changed each other over time and how they they are together how they express their love to each other how they express and uh practice you know um uh other aspects of their togetherness and even the desire aspect of it it all sort of shifts and evolves over time um and in some cases if you're not being proactive about making sure that your relationship you know that you're taking care of it and growing it in a healthy way like you were saying it can get to that point where you just start to take your partner for granted and you know it's like oh he's not di- no different than the furniture uh so. yes <laughs> yes um yes uh, sorry so what was the question so yes my question was more about uh so as we think about the evolution of of like a relationship and you think about keeping it healthy and keeping that love and desire alive are there different things for us to consider or do um, in the different stages uh, if there are any definable stages that you're um... okay i don't think there are any um definable stages i think it should just be consistent and continuous mm. from beginning to right through you know so um the things i think um a married couple could do is it's such simple things but it it, it creates magic in 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 the marriage so say for instance your husband is a lecturer or maybe he speaks to a, a big group of people um you could you could go and attend one of his gatherings um you could tell him you're going to be there or you could tell him nothing and just surprise him and and just be sitting in in the crowd and watching him and um and but it's been researched i think <laughs> but i read this somewhere that um just observing your husband or your your spouse your wife just observing from a distance seeing seeing him in his element seeing him perform seeing him at his best that in itself sparks um chemistry it sparks passion in in the marriage so you could surprise him and and let him just see oh if there's somebody i know it's my wife in the audience i didn't know i didn't expect that you know or you could tell him you're going to be there and he wouldn't know where you're sitting and that could also be has some kind of tension and some kind of chemistry in in the marriage so that's one thing you could do and i also think just changing things up just for yourself and then also in the in the marriage 
but even just for yourself so for instance if you were to just go on a, on a, a regular walk maybe you do a walk every day and this one particular day you change the route or you do something different on that day that in itself just that change in your life in your routine um, it does something to a person and then you bring that energy to your relationship with your husband and then you could do something with your husband as well a different attack uh, but i think the point being is just changing things keeping it fun and fresh mm. thinking of new creative ways of being of living of 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 being around your husband being with yourself and being with your marriage um and so yeah just send him a message at, at, at the time of the day that you wouldn't expect so i think that also is the key not something that is not expected something that you don't usually do just like surprise him out of the blue do something different send him a, a message maybe a funny message that you would never have expected um all of these things it creates an element a dynamic in the marriage which is necessary it sparks the desire it sparks the chemistry it creates that um not taking for granted and and the person also feel your husband will feel loved and appreciated and and likewise um you'll get that same treatment in shower inshallah yes ah thank you for sharing sharing all of that amazing uh wisdom and experience that you have uh do you have any last thoughts or ideas as, that you would like to share with us as we begin to wrap up your husband should never feel like he knows you completely that's also a really important thing um yeah, and and likewise that. yeah yeah there should always be that 5% mystery there should always be that 5% of unknown like you should maybe one day tell him something that he's never heard about you and he should be like oh like you know i thought i knew everything and he didn't so he should never feel like he knows everything you should constantly be surprising him with new information about your life and the way to do that is to constantly be improving your life and to constantly be evolving you know when we're not evolving we're boring when we're not evolving and growing and and trying out new things and doing new things we become ordinary and routine and expected and you don't want him to always know what to expect from you so so the expected part is the love that Estepel talks about and we need that we need we need um routine at times but we do also need the other part of it which is desire we need the spontaneity we need a bit of the unexpectedness the you know the randomness and and things like that so um so yeah you should always be thinking and wondering about you and you should always be thinking and wondering about him so you should both we we should all be constantly doing new things yes yeah. oh my gosh that is such an excellent point because i know sometimes we can develop an expectation in our relationships that um like i know for example um i i i'm thinking about so many dramas and movies i've seen where they like have couples play games where you know you you get asked questions about your partner and and the attitude in these contexts is that if you're not able to answer all the questions about your partner correctly then that's somehow an indication that 
you don't know them and you don't love them and your relationship's not as great. And so the best couples know everything about each other from the tiniest details of your favorite color and what you like to eat to the deepest <laughs> you know, desires and everything. And you have to know everything. And if you don't, then that somehow means your relationship is not a good one. And I, you know, whenever I've thought about that, it just makes me feel really stressed because that's like such a such a uh, like if to me it feels like so much pressure like i have spent all my life for example with my parents and my brothers and sister and i don't think i even know everything about them <laughs> and i it's love impossible. them and, you know yeah, yeah. And it's I so mean, much better when you don't know everything about another person. Yeah. Um, and even about yourself, we're constantly learning about us. I'm finding out new things, new parts of myself that I've, mm. you know, I've never discovered. Even the funny part. I never knew I could be funny, but sometimes I can be very funny. <laughs> so it makes life more interesting, I think. And, and yeah, we need to, I think, be creating constantly and consistently, um, continuously creating rich, beautiful lives. And when our lives are rich and juicy and beautiful and exciting for ourselves, firstly, you know, that automatically it will, it will transfer into the marriage. Um, yeah. I love that. Thank you so much. That is a wonderful, wonderful bit of wisdom and advice for us to wrap up for today. And I'm just going to remind all of our listeners, please make sure you check the show notes because we will be adding Halima's links in there so you can connect with her and get some help and support to improve your relationships and, and, and uh, you know, in, include more fun in your relationship and more humor in your relationship and just make it more fun and easy. So with that... Until we connect next time, I just wish you lots and lots of peace and joy.